This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, we are going to be talking about how it is never, ever, ever too early to prepare for retirement. Yeah, Can I emphasize and, that? <laughs> yeah, it isn't. And, and we're focused on that, but it, there, it's also never too late to start. So if you haven't started yet, now is the time but it's never too early. I don't care if there's, if you're 16 years old and you're out there and you're listening to this program right now, guess what? You should start saving. You're going to have such, uh, yeah, I cannot tell you how much happier your life will be if you can save starting at a younger age, because uh, it'll just give you a peace of mind and you won't have to worry about things. It's, it's so much better. Uh, I wish I had had someone tell me that when I was young. Don't you, Tara? Well, I do. And I actually, I, I kind of ha- end up having clients that are children of my older clients. And it's such a challenge to try to explain to someone, even in their late 30s, early 40s, this is going to be such a good thing. And you're gonna, your 60-year-old self is going to thank your 40-year-old self. But it's, it's, uh, it's always a challenge to try to look that far ahead and say, this will be worth it. Well, even at 40, I was like, you're not going to talk to me about retirement, you know. I mean, that, that wasn't that long ago for me, but it, it, it is hard. <laughs> I understand how it is hard to get people to talk about retirement. Uh, you know, when, once they hit 50 and above, uh, then we're usually in a better place to start thinking about it. But we were in a much better place financially to do something about it <laughs> earlier. So no matter how old you are, if you're listening to this show and you're already in retirement, we're going to have some great tips for you. And if you're anywhere between the ages of 16 and infinity, uh, this program is for you. But it is never too early to prepare for retirement. And I I like how you stress that. Um, I believe that it's really important to plan for retirement as early and as often as you possibly can. So uh, that brings us to my first question for you, Tara. At what age should people actually start planning for their retirement? Is there a set age that you recommend to people or no? Well, you know, it's interesting. I actually had a very uh, fun interview and conversation piece I did with a child psychologist. And we actually talked about from the beginning to start teaching your kids about money very early on. And it was fascinating because, you know, in in the beginning, you need something like a piggy bank, something very visual that kids can touch and see. And then when they start to become older, you start introducing the idea of, dividing your money into thirds. And this is what I'm going to save. This is what I'm going to use to have fun with. And then this is what I'm going to use to donate to charity. And you just start building that habit pattern in early with your kids. But um, here's the thing, Tony, there's three things that are going to help you save for retirement. One is time. Two is rate of return. And three is just the amount that you save. And of those three things, it's always interesting, but time is the biggest factor. So even if you start just in college and save, 
you know, start with $10 a month, something small. It adds up and it builds a habit pattern and it just kind of is the, the foundation for all these good things to happen. Yeah, and that's interesting to me that you would say time is the most important factor. I think a lot of folks out there assume that it's rate of return. Like, you know, if I invest this much money, uh, how much money am I going to make on that? Am I going to make money on that? And making my money work for me. We fo- we seem to focus on that too much when in reality, as far as saving, especially for uh, your later years, saving up, uh, time is, is the biggest factor, isn't it? Well, it is because you get to take advantage of compounding interest. Ah, and, yes. And it and it, be, it becomes a plan that's slow and steady, but you control it and it works for you. When you're trying to just focus on rate of return, that is an aspect. But if that is your only aspect, that's a very stressful way to try to make money. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. And, and, and people do get stressed out about it. Now, have you ever had somebody that you've met with or talked with, a prospect or a client, that come to you and they haven't planned at all for their retirement? They haven't uh, started doing anything? Absolutely, Tony. And actually, that's more, I would say, the norm. And what I'm finding a little um, interesting, not in a good way, is that there's a lot of people that are you know, in their jobs and they're working hard and they have whatever 401k that their company set up for them. And in their mind, that 401k is the magical solution for everything. And the 401k is a good thing, but it, it may or may not be enough for retirement. But people in their heads, they have just put in their head, well, this 401k is going to be the magical thing that makes everything else work for me in retirement. And, and it's a little distressing when we sit down and look at numbers to go, well, that may do about half. And then we still need to create a plan for the rest of it. So absolutely, Tony, no one plans for retirement. Hardly anyone. Oh, that's, uh, that, that is, uh, that's hard to hear uh, because it's so necessary. And I think a lot of folks are going to find themselves in trouble, especially, you know, with all the baby boomers who are currently uh, headed into retirement or retiring as we speak. Um, they're, they're learning the hard way that, you know, the 401k just doesn't cut it. It it is in most cases not going to be enough, even coupled with social security. So, uh, the problem is, is the majority of folks now don't have pensions. So they just have 401k. And if they're fortunate, they have a good 401k and social security, but, uh, most don't have any other type of savings or any other type of vehicle to look to. Um, and so in all those cases, even if you do have a lot saved up or don't, you have to plan out your finances and figure out where you're at, what you have, what you're going to need. And I think you mentioned those three categories, Tara. I love that to, to teach your kids, but that's not just for kids. Uh, I think some of our seniors that are headed toward retirement can learn from that as well is to look at it and divide it into three categories. You know, your, your savings for your future and what you currently need to spend on bills and to live comfortably, and then uh, charitable giving. And I, th- I like the three category system right there. You know, I, I really do too, because it's, it really helps to have the habit pattern of saving. And then you also, you have some people take it to the extreme where they save so much that they don't enjoy life. You still have to enjoy your life. So that has to be accountable. And then um, I just find charitable giving really is an aspect that's wonderful. And it could be to your your local church or it could be to the, the park service or, you know, there's all kinds of charities, but it's it's just a nice way to round things out. 
And you just made me think, Tony, when I was, you were talking before, one of the other challenges I have, especially with the younger people talking about retirement, is they're coming out of college with so much debt. And so oh, one of the yeah. big conversations we have to have is paying off debt versus starting a retirement investment plan. And like always, it's, it's not one or the other. It's got to be a mix. Sure. And I think that's really important. Yeah, college debt, that's a huge problem right now in our country. And it's just, uh, it just seems to be getting worse and worse. Uh, and, you know, it's been given a lot of lip service from politicians on both sides of the aisle. But, you know, I haven't seen anything being done about it. Um, and people just aren't prepared. They're not getting the jobs paying well enough to cover uh, the cost of their education. And certainly, and it becomes a, it, a challenge to go, well, how am I going to pay off this debt and start to invest for retirement? And it just, when we sit down and, and we look at the numbers, if you wait until all of your debt is paid off before you start to save for retirement, you don't have as much time left. And so we've got, to, that's where we have to look at the numbers and look at the balance and create a plan for paying off that debt. But that can't be the only thing that you funnel your money into because it just, it, you interrupt your work-life balance and you have to keep things balanced. And that's why you're saying it's so important to plan early for your retirement is because you're able to leverage that time to make up more money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's key. So what's one of the first steps you like to tell people to take when they're starting to think about their retirement and how they want to plan for it? Well, the first thing is to see where they are right now. That's always going to be the best planning factor because people, it's hard to envision, especially when you're maybe only in your 40s or 50s and you still are trying to get your kids through college and, or maybe you're just starting your family to envision the other end of that and say, sure. oh, when I get my life back. Yeah. <laughs> and so the best starting place is to start with where you are right now and see, you know, how much does it cost you to pay your mortgage and to pay your bills and your utilities and your food and all those kinds of things. That's the starting spot and, and really get our hands around the current budget because that's usually step one that most people haven't done is they don't really have their hands wrapped around what they actually spend their money on currently. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Well, you know what, Tara, we have to take a quick commercial break. Uh, is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we do? Well, definitely. Um, one of the things I like to do is, is speak to groups on this kind of topic to get some education out there. So anyone listening in who would like to have me come speak to their group, just please give the office a call at 719-235-5494, and we can set that up. And for anyone else who's listening, if you want to visit my website at www.taraenolan.com, click on the Financially Tuned button, and you can download a complimentary retirement income toolkit, which is going to give you some more good reading material to go along with what we're talking about today. Ah, good. Well, I think that's great. What's your phone number one more time in case our listeners want to call and set up that appointment? Sure. It's 719-235-5494. All right. Thanks, Tara. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more from Tara Nolan on Financially Tuned after this. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement, but where do you start? We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. 
Do you have a financial point of view? This insightful self-assessment will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at TaraEnolan.com or by calling Tara Nolan Advisory Services at 719-210-4242. Don't start planning your retirement without it. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. So far today in this show, we're talking about how it is never, never, ever too early to begin preparing for your retirement. We've been touching on some importance of finding out, you know, the questions, what do you, what, what do you need to know that you don't even know to ask? That's kind of what we've been getting at. And we've been talking about, isn't, <laughs> you know, when you're young, Tony, we just talked about it. It's, it's hard to wrap your sure. head around retirement when you're only like 40 or, or 50. Yeah, exactly. You're like, when you're that's young. That's for old people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you're young, like, like myself. So, <laughs> uh, well, Tara, once somebody's decided that they do need to start planning for retirement, which I'm hoping all our listeners have made that decision at least. And once they find somebody like yourself to work with and guide them, uh, what's the next step? Well, then the next step that we're going to do is once you get your hands kind of wrapped around your current budget, then we have to start talking about an income plan. So, you know, when you retire, obviously you're not going to be actively working unless you want to is the goal that you set yourself up that you retire. And then at that point in your life, you kind of get to pick and choose what you want. And then that's where we start looking at what are the income streams. So obviously social security should be one of those income streams. Your 401k from your job that you've been working should be another income stream. If you're done some good retirement planning, we're gonna have an IRA that you're gonna be able to pull from. And then, so we start looking at all these different income streams for two reasons. One, to make sure that you're gonna have enough money to live on. And then two, to make sure that we've balanced out the risk. So say you're gonna have some money in the market that's gonna be exposed to market risk going up and down. Then you also want some safe money that is just going to be there no matter what. So we create this big plan where everything dovetails together to let you have that peace of mind in retirement. Sure, sure. And I think that's important. Now, one of the first questions I would ask is, how much do I need to be saving? If I need to start saving early, what do I need to save? And I would imagine that ties into figuring out, well, what am I going to need when I retire? How much do I need to have saved up? So that kind of ties into creating an income plan as well, doesn't it? Tony, that's just one of the first things I do with clients. And it is shocking when we sit down and look at the numbers. So I I just went through this with some clients last night where currently right now, their household income is about $125,000. And so we, and they're in their 30, about 35, 40. And so they're gonna be working for another 30 years and then planning their pretty long lived family. So say they retire at 65, they're gonna live for another 30 years. So the question was, how much money do you need to have in a nest egg form that when you retire, you can continue to have that $125,000? And do you have a guess of what that lump sum number is, Tony? I would would be afraid to even guess that number, and I'm afraid of that number. $3.9 million. Wow. So, that's what they have to save up wow. to have that. Hey Tara, I'm going to need I'm going to need a loan from you. <laughs> well, and it's just it's it's a it's a big uh, light bulb that has to go on for people think a million dollars is a lot of money, but when you're talking about living for 30 years, it's really not as much as you think. 
And so then that's where we start to do the education because obviously you're going to have some social security if you've been working for that long. So that's going to reduce that $3.9 million down. Sure. But you can see if you know in 30 years, you got to have $3.9 million. You don't want to wait until you're 60, going to retire in five years to go, oh, I only have $1 million and I need 2 million more. <laughs> so yeah, wow. where, where we, so we, and then you work the numbers backwards and say, okay, well today, how much money do I need to be saving per month today to achieve that goal? And then that becomes a real number in your head that's manageable that you can work towards. But it, it's a lot bigger number than you think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's a scary number. But, you know, when I've got a close personal friend like Tara Nolan, do I really need to be worried about money? Well, because we're just going <laughs> to rip the Band-Aid off right away. And, you know, we're going to look at the ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you help people create a retirement income plan so they can figure out what they're going to need and what they should be saving. But uh, your advice is probably save as much as you can regardless, right? I mean, is well, that gonna, the message of that number that you threw out there? You're going to, well, no, you don't want to save as much as you can. You want to know what your number is. And that's a, that's a big problem is when you, when you put in your brain, I just need to save as much as I can. That's not a real tangible that's number. That's not a and specific you, goal. Yeah. How do you ever know when you're there? But what we have to balance that with that, Tony, is um, the unknowns. And the biggest unknowns for everyone at this point is healthcare costs and then just other emergencies, which by definition are emergencies, you didn't plan for them. So as well as saving for retirement, we also have to make sure that you're protected. And so, sure. and we gotta make sure that we've got the healthcare covered and the insurance for your family and the, all of those things have to go together. And then ideally we create this so that it's a win-win situation. So the goal, Tony, is that we don't ever wanna spend money that's just gonna leave your world like, cause like car insurance is a good example. Do you ever get money back from the car insurance companies? Uh, rarely, if ever. Rarely. Yeah. I mean, maybe you get your little uh, subscriber group membership, they give you a hundred bucks back. But you pretty much that's just money that's one way. Uh, so I've if never you... gotten a hundred dollars from my <laughs> car insurance without, I mean, uh, you know, I've had to utilize the car insurance uh, because of an accident and then they, they uh, covered part of the cost of fixing it, but that's about it. But if you right. look at what I've put in versus what I've gotten out, uh, no, I wouldn't use car insurance as an investment vehicle. <laughs> exactly. So those are the things that we try to avoid. We try to avoid having you put money in that you're not going to get back. Right. But that this, but at, we at the balance, we have to also make sure your family's protected. So those are all the pieces that come together to create a good retirement plan. So. Wow. You know, you, you're going to get to retirement one way or the other, and not planning is also a decision. So that that is something you can do. <laughs> yeah, you can decide not to plan, and you know, subconsciously you're probably putting it off, or consciously, but uh, it's time to uh, it's time to face it. The quicker you face planning, and it's not that it's not that bad. It, it's not like. Uh, I don't think it hurts as much as even ripping off a Band-Aid. It's just a matter of spending the time to sit down and come up with a plan. Well, and the thing is, that's the sooner you plan, the, what really makes the big difference in retirement planning is the tax, the tax codes for the IRS. And I always ask people, do you know any legal investments that are going to earn you about 30% a year? If you do, please let me know. <laughs> yeah. No, there are. Oh, you, you, you mentioned legal. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, no. So no. the big part of the retirement savings is if we can also take advantage of the rules that the IRS has in play and have some of your money protected into Roth accounts and, and things of that nature, then we can actually make sure that you're going to get to keep your money. It's not what you make so much as what you get to keep. Yeah, you could put it in a CD, but as we all know, CD stands for Certificate of Disappointment because of the low interest rate you get on CDs today. So you have to really look at that. And I know that's what you do is help people find the best possible return, but yet protect some of that principle. Well, we do that, Tony, and then it becomes an ongoing relationship because at a minimum, we look at it every year, right? Because nothing is static. So right. we make the best plan, but then it's it's a living plan. So we can adjust it and modify it and keep it adapting to changes in the, the tax code, to changes in uh, the law, to changes in your family. So there's yeah. all these different things that we have to kind of keep your plan adjusting and adapting and moving. Yeah, that's great. So what we've been talking about so far today are some reasons about why it's better to try to plan early. We want to go through and make sure that you get educated early because there's a lot of different decisions that you make today that are going to help you put your money away in a tax advantaged way because the goal at the end of the day is to keep as much of your money as possible. It's not really as important how much you make. It's much more important how much you get to keep. Uh. And, and that's, you know, of course, the classic example of that are like, uh, NBA players, football, you know, football, basketball, all the athletes out there because they make huge sums of money short in a short period of time. But then because of the way the tax code is, it's very hard for them to hang on to a lot of that. Well, yeah. And, and, uh, and youthful decisions also come into play. <laughs> right. You know what? Lots I, of money. <laughs> and people complain, oh, look at these guys and how can they waste that much money? And I think, boy, had you given me and you said, hey, come over here. Here's here's 10 million. Here's 20 million dollars when I was 20 years old or 21. Oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, can most of us now I, I know there are people out there who'd said, no, I would have put it away and gotten a financial investor. I will be honest right now and say, uh, of course, now I have a completely different outlook. But if you'd handed me 10 million or 20 million dollars when I was 21, um, yeah, I probably wouldn't even be alive today. Who knows what I would have done? I mean, you know, uh, it's just, it's tough at that age, like you said, like we've been saying, to to look down the road, you know. Uh, it Life is more about the here and now at that age. And, um, you know, I kudos, though, to the ones that do end up, you know, uh, doing well with it and getting a good financial person they can trust to help them. Well, and then the key is, is is you still want to be able to enjoy life. A good financial plan doesn't mean you have to live uh, like a monk. Right. A exactly. good, <laughs> yeah. That's that's not the goal of a good financial plan. The good the goal is that you try to set yourself up, you know, that you, your money can make some money for you and kind of do some work for you. If your money can work for you like an employee, that's always a good thing. Well, yeah, and now we're getting into, I hear you saying that, Tara, and we're getting back to what it seems like any financial we topic we try to talk about comes back to, and that's asset allocation. Like, where should your money be at? And, you know, you alluded to that at the end of the last segment and, and now again, but uh, we talk about it on the show a lot because it's just so important, uh, you know, where you have your money because do you leave it in risk? Do you need it in safety? Do you have to put it over into that certificate of deposit, even though you're not going to make much interest, if any, on that? Um, but at an early age, maybe you can take more risk, right? 
you know, that's the thing is, is at an earlier age, you can take more risk because you have more time to recover from a bad situation. <laughs> ah, it's not that there's point. anything magical about youth. It's just that basically, you know, and here's always the question with risk is everyone is happy to get money. The real question is, is how much are you willing to lose? And um, when you're younger, you can afford the ups and the downs, but um, taking advantage of compounding interest is a good thing. You know, and, and here's the thing, Tony, people talk about asset allocation. Owning five different types of mutual funds is not asset allocation. That's all one type, that's mutual funds. So asset allocation to me is more, okay, this is the money that I'm gonna have exposed to the market. This is the money where I'm gonna have it in some guaranteed uh, vehicles, either a bank account or a fixed indexed annuity or a CD, something that I'm not gonna lose money. That's a different allocation. For people that have an inclination, real estate can become a, an area. So those are examples of different asset allocations. Owning five di different types of mutual funds is not diversity. <laughs> yeah, somebody can say, well, I've got a diverse portfolio, so I'm fine. But that portfolio is linked to the market, which it's all still subject to loss. I mean, tomorrow it could be gone, right? Right, and it's. I think having money in the market is a good part of your asset allocation plan, but just understanding when I'm talking asset allocation, I'm talking risk versus no risk. And and those are that's a very different approach to retirement planning because I'm looking to make sure that you achieve success. Here's the thing, Tony, when I was a pilot in the Air Force, you know, um, how would it work as, as people were getting on the airplane if I said, good news, everyone, we have a 70% chance of reaching our destination today. <laughs> how many people would want to get on the plane? Uh, I but, wouldn't. But how many retirement plans do they sit there and say, well, there's a 70% chance you're going to hit retirement with all the money that you need. And people go, wow, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why, why would you accept uh, more risk in your retirement plan than you would getting on an airplane and flying to a destination? Yeah. Yeah, because you, you do need money to live on, and, uh, and it, is, it is needed for uh, living in retirement. So it, you don't want to risk it. So I think that's a, a great point. Uh, we're running out of time for today's show, though. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go? Well, the big thing, the big takeaway I want for people listening to this show, particularly for the younger people, is now is the time to get your education and you understand with, the, with a lot of people, what you do at this point is you just build that foundation. And even if you don't have all the money that you're eventually going to want to fund in every aspect, you have the education and the understanding and the plan in place. So that way, all you have to do is then start to feed your um, investment dollars into the plan. If you wait and go, well, I'm gonna wait till I have more money and, and more time, and, and then you start to try to create a plan, it just makes it a bigger and bigger issue. So you can always get the education now and then start moving. But um, if you go to my website, www.taraenolan.com, click on the Financially Tuned button, you can download a complimentary retirement income toolkit, and this will be the foundation for oh, these are the things I really need to be understanding and planning for in my retirement. Sure. Understood. Well, hey, thanks, Tara. This has been a great show, but that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned. Join us, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. 
Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 